Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bungle. Hello! 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 We are gathered here yet again to uh, play a little bit of D&D. Fun times ahead. <laughs> well, uh, let's see how much more of me you can chop off. Or have me chop off, which is even worse, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I did, did nothing. I am innocent. I merely paint a picture and you guys do what you want with it. Burn alive or lose fingers. Mm. Exactly, you had a choice. Not a decision I was hoping I would have to make. Well, you did. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks, ma'am. <laughs> hey, I told you, you could have cut out Dick's eye, cut off uh, Sophia's you... foot. But at, at the point we were of cutting things off, there wasn't anyone else around who could do any cutting off. <laughs> I would have loved to have hacked out Dick's eye, because let's be fair, he doesn't need it. Uh, yes, he does. No, he doesn't. You could wear yes, a cool ass eye patch. You're a barbarian. You just hit stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I am proficient in perception. I need my yeah. eye. Fine. <laughs> Sophia could have lost an eye. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah. So Go on. I Go called on. you, didn't I, on the way to work today. And I was yeah. like, I should have used my tan bag of animals. Would that have worked, Cookson? What, for the sacrifice? Yeah. No. Damn it. Yeah, I knew he was going to say that. I told you he would say <laughs> yeah. that as well, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you said it. Like, yeah, it's he not a real gone sacrifice. There. It's not a real sacrifice. Yeah. There was yeah. no cunning tricks we could have used to get out of that one. Oh, annoyingly. well, I wanted that to be Cookson wanted trick. blood and body I parts. <laughs> I did. I did. See, when you take on the, uh, the burden of DM, it does things to you and there's little voices that say, make them bleed. Make them bleed for their rewards. And sometimes you just have to give in. <laughs> uh, yeah, those voices have always been there for you, mate. Don't, don't, don't use D&D as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not going to cast judgment. We all made decisions, and now Tommy has two less fingers. <laughs> It was that it was that moment when you were like, "Do you cut off another one?" I was like, "Oh God, do I? <laughs> <laughs> do I really?" Yeah. <laughs> hey, you saved Sophia's life, though. So let's let's jump into a little bit of a recap. You'll be reprising your roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue; Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric; and Dick Fate, our half orc barbarian. And yes, last week you completed the first trial of the Shrine of Othrin. The Trial of Fire, and it was a difficult one. It was essentially a big room that turned into an oven as the entire room filled with fire, and it put you under pressure to make a sacrifice to give something of yourself. It asked for money or treasures of your own. It asked for your blood to show that you were willing to shed it, and then it asked for a piece of you. and. Well, Tommy gave up his dagger of venom and a bunch of gold to fulfill the treasures. Dick bled a hell of a lot into the middle basin to fulfill the uh, shedding of uh, blood for combat. And then unfortunately, Tommy again was the one to do the uh, sacrifice of himself as he cut off his uh, pinky finger and ring finger 
and then horrifically burnt his hand to cauterize it, and has been left with a uh, horrifying scar that is too painful to cover. And that was most of last episode. You uh, spent the rest of the time recovering, <laughs> putting ointment on your burns, because if you didn't listen to last week's episode, nearly everyone died from the fire, as you guys kind of went for the sacrifice and then committed to trying to run through the fire and then regretted that decision greatly and had to double back and decisions were made at the final moments as uh, time and health pools ticked down. Sophia was pretty certainly going to die on the next round. See, I have to say that with, with, with any of these sacrifices that we've faced before, and this is, this is a kind of a learning thing from our character's perspective, there's always been something that we've missed that was the easy way out. The, the, the thing that we could have done that was just like, oh, why didn't you just do that? It's like, fuck's sake we could have mm. <laughs> so this time we were like no no there, there, there has to be there has to be some some trick some some clever thing to, that we can do yeah maybe it is go through there maybe it is maybe it's something else around the room that we can use maybe there's a corpse or something that we could use instead of ourselves and, no, and nope 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 just cooks and wanted blood <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's the thing you, you gotta think why are these trials here what's the point of them and this one at the very least, there was a, uh, a theme of sacrifice running through it for whatever reason. And you completed it. You moved through and you, as I say, healed yourselves up and then went to the next chamber and got the second piece of the prophecy, which uh, I'll reread just so uh, everyone's on the same page. So the first piece of the prophecy was when the elementals rebel against their masters, when the small folk fall to madness. And then the new lines you heard were our people will be beset by liars. We must fight against these deceptions and refuse the temptations of the abyss. And with that, the uh, doors slid open and you walked into a new, large room, which once again had a massive mural covering the walls. This one, a little bit different. You saw a giant dressed in fanciful robes, essentially preaching from the look of it to other giants. But he was framed with these rather... Sinister and very familiar-looking tentacles, as the giants were also surrounded by smiling demons who appeared to be calling out, tempting them. You're not really certain the demon connection, but you have seen demons related to this whole thing. So, once again, you're presented with a scene created a very long time ago, over 3,000 years ago, to be precise, predicting what's going on right now. And you happen to be the group here, so it's time for the second trial as that door closed behind you all. So, you ready? No. No. <laughs> yes, but I don't know why. Uh, as, <laughs> as I'll ever be. Yeah. So, as you enter this room, it is different to the previous one. It is still quite a large, giant-sized room. Pretty much plain and open, just stone tiles on the floor. This one doesn't have a door to leave it, though. It merely has the door you came in in, as well as the mural cover covering all the walls. As the door's seal closed behind you, you see the parts of the floor open, and six large obelisk-like pillars raised from the ground, all at quite a distance from you. And I will reveal to you all a map, because I think that's going to be a bit uh, useful for this one. Ooh. Give you a bit of a sense of distance. Oh, scale! That's, mm. that's large. It's large. Yeah. It feels like we're um, we're fleeing from the Balrog. 
<laughs> and the room is about 120 feet long, so it's a little bit longer than the previous room. Just a little bit wider as well, coming more into about, uh, about 120 feet wide as well, actually. And yes, you see these pillars all raised from the ground. And I'd like you all to roll initiative, because some things are about to start happening. I'll roll all four, but I'm open. <laughs> I got a 12 and an 11. I got a 9. I, I rolled two nines. Why are we all rolling so badly? Uh, R4, R4 isn't. A, yeah, you got a 20. <laughs> you got R4. One, one of us is paying attention. He is indeed. Oh, well. So, it is our robot buddy up first. Um, what would you like him to do as he looks around the room? Okay. So there's no door. Six, check. six columns. Yeah, well, I can try. R4 is not the most perceptive person in the world, seeing as he has a minus three to perception. But there isn't really much else to do at the moment, and I don't feel like stepping forward without checking. So let's see what R4 can see. He rolls a minus two. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thing! That, that is, is apparently a thing. R4... <laughs> Just, just, just literally, just unscrews his eyes for a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, due to the fire of the previous room, they fogged up, and he can't yeah. see through his lenses. So he just looks around and goes, "Father, I am blind. Where are you, Father? I have lost you." And he just oh, oh, around a little bit of a circle. So, so I'm, I'm right here, mate. Calm down. Calm down. Okay. I was so scared, Father. After That's we right. lost other Father, I was terrified that I would lose you. So Tommy just gets like the um, the corner of his duster and just kind of um, unfogs R4's eyes. There we go. There we go, mate. You're you you're all right. Ah, the glory of sight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Well, who, who's who's next? Sophia's next. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what cartoon it is where they just oh is it no is it Toy Story where they like undo his eyes and then hold them up to, so you can see properly with Mr. Oh, Potatoes yeah yeah yeah. 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 yeah yeah I think Arthur was trying to do for that in my head but um... <laughs> <laughs> this says me who's now going to fail my perception check with advantage go for it Oh, 22. There we go. 22, so what are you looking for? Um, I'm... It's a big open space, so I'm not moving anywhere. I, I'm looking at the columns. Okay. You're trying to take a look at the columns before you move too far into the room. That's fair. You glance over at the two that are closest to you, which you can get the best view of. And you notice all the columns are just faintly glowing blue. That's what's providing just a little bit of light into this room. Not too much, but enough that uh, you can still see, Sophia. What you notice with the 22 is that the columns are covered in what look like handprints. Hmm. And with a 22, I'll say this. As you're straining, trying to look around, you feel a little lightheaded. Interesting. Is it from something I'm smelling, or...? I, you don't know. Anyone else feeling a bit dizzy? Is it just Sophia, or, or would we notice while she's that? Sophia, did you say that? Yes. Okay. As you start to speak, you realise that you're struggling to breathe in, and 
Well, let me explain to you all the difficulty. The trial of air. What? There is no air in this room, or at least it seems to be rapidly disappearing. And to explain to you all, as this is uh, not something that comes up very often, how suffocation works in D&D. You are mighty heroes, and you can hold your breath for a very long time. Specifically, it's one minute plus your constitution modifier, so Tommy and Dick have quite an impressive five minutes of breath. Sophia, sadly, only has four minutes, but that's still quite a lot. So that's still like world champion levels of holding your breath. <laughs> Each round is six seconds. So if we take these as seconds, Tommy and Dick have 300, Tommy, uh, Sophia has 240. Each round, those will tick down by six. And speaking, I'm afraid, does cost you some breath. So Bit. you didn't lose the six yet because the room was draining. But as the room is just uh, finishing draining in this uh, opening round, you don't lose the full amount, but you will lose five breath seconds. Five seconds, essentially, Sophia. So you're down to two, three, five as you speak and suddenly realize the danger you're in. So speaking will cost you your breath, as will taking actions, because, you know, physical exertion. Actions presumably are worse than speaking. And, well, when you get to zero breath, I'm afraid it's not good. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. If you right. get to zero, at the start of your next turn, you drop to zero hit points and are dying, and you can't regenerate hit points or be stabilized until you can breathe. So it's effect effectively instant death. Mm, of a sort. Pretty much. Yeah. Unless unless we can suddenly find some bags of air in here. Bags mm -hmm. of air. What R4? R4, R4 does not need to breathe. Which is why he didn't notice anything. Hey, good. Oh. Good. So, uh, R4 should be the one who we send off to do everything. But trying to tell him to do things. Hmm. Does he not have, like, an autopilot button that you can just flick on? Well, I can I can talk I can do thieves cant, but I don't know if I've, I don't think I've taught it to him yet. Let me just see if I've got any paper in my bag. Um, I do as well. That's fucking insane. I have five pieces of paper, two quills, and two ink rolls. <laughs> we pick up a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, we do. And I don't drop a lot of shit. So, um, so actually, that was my action, though, wasn't it? Um, You've done your to, action, yeah. To yeah, do a perception yes. check. So you can remember that you have stuff in your pack to write. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing... Oh, it's, yeah, it's an action to get it out, isn't it? I'm guessing yeah. movement. You said it might. It's going to cost more to move than it is. No, I said actions and speaking. Yeah. Okay. Movement is just covered by your six seconds of loss each round. Right. Okay, that's good. So you may move. I'm not sure if I want to move. What well, do you um? Do you, you heard what uh what Kusin said about what your your perception check, didn't you? Was that the there was? Yes. There, there's 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 handprints on the columns. Yeah. So I'm going to point to the columns at the boys and and mime handprints. Uh, you know what I mean? A, yeah, if it's a free action, I'm gonna kinda of, I'm gonna kinda of look at you as if like why are you miming, kind of realizing that the breath is going, and then be like and then just sort of gesture like climbing and look at them, like look at you guys, like should should we try climbing them? I shrug Yeah, I don't know. I don't Glance know. at Dick. Um 
Dick, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, has anybody uh, did, uh, has anybody looked for a door yet? There is no door. There is no door. No. Is there a trap door in the ceiling? No, you don't see anything if you look up. It just looks like a normal roof. When we entered, it was just a blank room, and then these pillars came up, didn't they? Yep. Yeah, well, they must have come out of holes. They must have come out of holes, so... But the... Uh, see, I was really hoping it was one of those where, like, you know, Cookson was just tricking us and the door was open anyway. <laughs> um, just because I fully expect that to happen at some point, I'm going to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, so you want me to go and climb these poles, these columns? I don't, I don't necessarily want you to. That looks like what people have tried before, whether or not yeah. they were successful, though. Well, assuming that nobody's got to the treasure or the the thing in you know in the in the bottom of this mountain. Uh, I'm going to assume that that hasn't worked, but... Um, I will say, these aren't handprints like normal handprints, just to be clear. They are like glowing handprints. Ooh. They certainly look magical of some description. Sorry, just to be clear there. Dick's going to go see if he... Dick's going to take a closer look at these handprints. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go over to, uh, to the one to my left. And I'm just gonna—I just want to have a look, a bit of a closer look at these handprints. Not, 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 not that Dick knows anything about magic. Just, I don't want to put my hand in one just in case it takes my hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's the one to your right, right? So that's your closest one. So that is, yeah, uh, that's what yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So as you approach, um, walking cautiously towards this pillar, you watch as five illusory clearly illusory because they're basically transparent and they don't look like ghosts stone giants flicker into existence around the pillar they're just stood there almost like a projection of some sort like a programmed illusion perhaps they surround the pillar how many of them are there five but they're not doing anything no they just appear i don't know if that's good or bad i can't speak giants so they see illusory aren't they so they, they, they look sort of ethereal i'm guessing Yep, they are like, um, you've seen regular Stojans, they're very tall, very um, dark greyish skin. These ones, it's almost just like a ghostly blue translucent colour that they are. You can literally see the pillar through them. Do you think they might be attacking us if we didn't have that hmm, lay on know. hands thing that they made? That, or, I don't know. All, all I've got in my head is, my responses are limited. You must ask the right questions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like... Uh, but Dick doesn't know what to ask. <laughs> That's the end of Dick's turn. <laughs> okay, so you're not doing anything else? No, no, I've used my movement to get to there, and now they're there, so... Okay, so, okay. so we'll, uh, as you turn, we'll tick you down six seconds. Yep. Tommy, you're up next. Okay, so there's a bunch of stone, bunch of stone giants at that pillar not doing a right lot. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kind of mirror what Dick's done, go to the other pillar and see if the same thing happens. Yeah, so as you approach the other pillar, a similar event occurs, but this time five hill giants appear. The uh, mm. slightly smaller, slightly more rotund cousins of the stone giants. Is, is there anything different about the pillars? At all. Um, I'm going to make a perception check on this one, but my, my, I'm thinking, so each one's a type of giant. Mm-hmm. 
So we might... So what do we think? We need I mean, the element of each kind, or we need a handprint from each kind? Okay, so... Deceiving liars refuse the abyss, and there's deceptions. That's got nothing to do... Well, so Not, far. Nothing so far. Well, unless unless some one of these pillars is deceiving us. Yeah. Or maybe the rhythm, the rhyme doesn't have as much to do with it as the last one did. We don't know. But okay, so I'm going to make a closer perception check on this on this pillar and sort of sort of all the way up to see what see what I can really see really like up close. Okay, that will cost you ten seconds of your time now that the room is empty. Okay, ten seconds for a... an action. Okay, a twenty-one. Well, at least you made it good. Yeah, twenty-one. Um, so you're just inspecting the pillar? Okay, well, a close-up look at it. You see a variety of arcane-looking handprints covering the pillar. Um, it's a very tall pillar. It's about, uh, 12 foot tall in front of you. And... Actually, no, sorry. I'm going to rearrange that. It's about 20 foot tall. To scale things up to giant size. Um, quite thin, but clearly looks like it's indicating that it is quite magical, because it is glowing. Is it, does it glowing blue? Does it look climbable? Um, wouldn't be the easiest thing to climb, but it's you know, slightly tapered as it goes up. It's a little bit like an obelisk of sorts, so it's possible to climb. And looking at these these handprints, do they um, they look? They, you said they they don't look human. Do I get any more studying this pillar from of of what they might be? Do they look like giant handprints? Uh, they appear to be all shapes and sizes, so they could be different types of giants, maybe some humans in there, you're not certain, there's got quite small ones, but yeah, it's a mix. Okay, so, so far each pillar's been guarded by a different type of giant. Kind of wondering what would happen if you move away from it. Do they go away? I've only got five feet of movement, but I can try a little... Um, is, is, I, I was wondering whether, whether like... The handprints would be related to each giant or not, but if it seems like it's a random Array assortment, yeah. Okay, well, I'll move five feet away and see if they start to disappear again, or whether just moving close has activated them. Yeah, as you take five steps back, uh, they still appear to be there, not doing anything, just stood around the pillar, looking at Tommy. Uh, yes, looking out from the pillar, so they're all okay. just looking in all directions around it. Okay. Like sort of sort of guardians at the, the corners of the pillar, kind of thing. Like you know, yeah, a little bit like that. But they don't seem to be holding weapons or anything. They're just stood there. Okay, I think I feel like we might need to find out what the um very quickly find out what the other pillars have got. But yeah. that's quite a lot of movement. Yeah, sixty feet so, away from me. Um, you could before as it's still my turn. Can I bonus action dash towards the next one? Yeah, if you wish to bonus action, sure. Only get to there, but yeah. Okay. Oh, we'll there, yeah. Running to the uh, second pillar in on the left. Okay, so I'm 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 on my way anyway because I can mm -hmm. I can move, bonus action dash and still do something, as well. Sure. So I might as well. Okay, uh, that's my turn. Sure. Okay, and then we're back to the top of the round. Oh, four. Confused at why you all stop talking. Starts looking around, see what you're doing. What is he doing? Hey, see. Tom giving up anything. To... Yeah, he can do anything, but what what do we want him to do? Um, uh, I'm gonna set. I'm probably gonna send him dashing up sixty feet uh, ahead to maybe activate the last two pillars because 
it might as well be him. I think that makes sense to move and bonus action dash. Do you guys think so? Yeah, yeah. get him yeah. to go to the furthest. So as Tommy was kind of running along, he's kind of he's kind of gestured behind him as if to say, "Come on." Mm-hmm. Um, and and he's he's hopefully seen me inspecting the, the nearest pillar, so he knows that that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to look at the pillars and find out what happens. So. I feel like so, we need to investigate as much as we can as quickly as we can. <laughs> yes. So R4 uh, follows your lead and kind of runs down the centre of the room, and as he doesn't breathe, it doesn't really matter to him. And oh. uh, that's his turn, I suppose. Sophia, you are up next. Um, did, um, if you wish gonna... to ask me about your uh, breath situation, do let me know at any point. Yeah, how much is it going to cost me to do an action? Is it six seconds, yeah? No, ten to do an action. To do an action, but I'm all, I was on two, three, five, so mm-hmm. now I'm on two, two, nine, yep. without taking an action. Yeah. Yep, exactly that. Okay, let me. I had a look at the pillars before. I'm wondering whether or not it's worth the ten seconds to check the floor and the surrounding like walls. Um. I don't know, or because. Well, put it put it this way, L- looking looking at us, you can see that Dick's probably going to go up to the next pillar yeah. up there. You can see Tommy's going to be at that next pillar next turn. R four is probably going to be at or near the far corner one, uh, and Tommy can probably bonus action to be halfway to the last one, all in the next turn. So you starting out now to go towards pillars probably probably doesn't make any sense. Exactly. So. I could just go to the centre of the room and see what I can see from there. Up, down, um, left, right. Yeah, I mean, there's... I just... Oh, my God. 30 feet is not going to get me anywhere, is it? No. Should we just try and open the door behind us? I've got some thieves' tools. <laughs> Spells are all verbal. Um, I think that's all I can think of. I mean, I'm, I'm quite disappointed with the last episode where I literally did fuck all and just got hurt. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to see if... There's always, like like Matt said, we're always looking to see if there was an easier way and we always forget to do that. And then, like last episode, we looked for an easier way and there wasn't one. This time, I'm still clinging to hope that there's an easier way. So let me... Well, we don't even know what the hard way is yet, so yeah. let's... Um, let me yeah. perceive the floor and the walls and the ceiling, if that's okay. Just the general room. Is that all right, Cookson? Go. Sure. 20. So that's your action. So take a hit a 10 breath off that one. Mm-hmm. So the floor is in the wall. With the 20, uh, the wall is just a very intricately carved mural that covers every single inch of the wall apart from the door. Um, you see all the details I described to you earlier the preacher, the giants being tempted, the tentacles, it's all there. Um, looking at the floor, the floor appears to be um, solidly constructed out of large stone tiles. But with a close inspection, you clearly noticed that they were able to shift to reveal these pillars. It's entirely possible, given that they all look identical, that maybe all of them could shift, but you don't know. They're not much, then. Well, the, the floor might move. Yeah, I'm gonna clap to get someone's attention without actually speaking, alright? And just point to the pillars and just make, make it look like they're growing up from the wall. I mean... I'm doing a lot of this actually in person because I did baby sign with my child. 
I'm constantly signing, and I'm trying to sign to you guys. I'm like, oh my god, this is oh, this is on a podcast. I don't know why I'm moving my hands. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the failure of the medium is where we try to. Oh my god. <laughs> I right. could maybe sign you tree like it's growing out of the floor, but you wouldn't get that anyway. So yeah, uh, just Tommy, imagine Tommy's it. Gonna, Tommy's gonna sign back to you to the window. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and that's all I can do. And then I'm, I, you know what? I'm just, I am going to move because fuck it. <laughs> Basically, it yeah, cost- moving doesn't burn us. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Last time I shouldn't have moved, and this time I will move because fuck it, it's going to cost me six seconds anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, that's your turn, Sophia. Yeah, Mister Fate. As Sophia walks away into the middle of the room, what are you doing? Stood with these uh, illusory stone giants. Right, so they're expecting me. Uh, I, I gathered that it's expected that I'll go to the next pillar. Is that right? Well, I don't know. Unless you want to do something at that pillar i mean i i was i was thinking i'm gonna to go to the next pillar i want to find out what all the pillars have got guarding them and whether that gives us any kind of clue before oh, we start touching them up but... actually get to the next pillar because it's like 40 feet yeah cool so i suppose seeing that everybody else has moved on dick will move on too <laughs> well, you, you don't have to mate it's just just <laughs> um, but if you've got any ideas i would would love to hear them and uh, i'll do i'll See what happens when I move over to this pillar. Okay, so you move to the second pillar on the right, yep. and much like the other ones we've seen, a group of giants appear. This time you see five frost giants. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Is this pertinent? Should I be writing this down? I'm I'm just doing that myself. Okay, fair enough. So we've got so stone, got hill, hill, frost. Stone, frost. So as Dick approaches, you see these large, like, heavy, like, Burrows and leather armor, almost Viking-looking giants appear. Very similar to the ones that uh, tried to kill you the other day. <laughs> hmm. Do 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 any of the do any like the 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 handprints on here look like roughly a similar size to Dick's hand? Would that be yeah. a perception check I'd have to make, or do, would I just know that? No, you can just see that. They're all shapes and sizes. Some bigger than yours, some smaller. Can I put my hand in one of the ones that is the same size as mine? Uh, you certainly can. Yes. Great. Let's see what happens. Something holds your hand back. <laughs> well, the way I the way I see it is, if it is frost damage, I'm resistant. Mm-hmm. Cold damage. So it makes if, sense for you to be the one to try. It makes sense for me to be the one to try it. Yeah. So yeah. screw it. Let's see what happens. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hand in the in my hand. If you get in, <laughs> yeah. in the shape that fits my hand. Okay. This hand is my hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you press your hand against the pillar and it glows a bright blue. As you do so, the frost giants turn and face you, all of them kind of staring glassy eyed at you. As you hear within your mind, Why would I aid you, Othrin? What have you given? To prove your worth, what would you bring to our people? I'm guessing we all hear that. No, in my ha- in my mind, he said. Oh, so yeah. they shit. I assume that was in common. Yeah, it's in your mind, so you understand it. Okay, I suppose since we're not speaking, I guess Dick in his mind would be like, 
glory, prosperity, and more glory. Glory is your answer. Yeah, and prosperity. Hmm. Looking down at you, the frost giants nod solemnly, and the pillar glows green. Ooh. And sinks back into the floor, and the frost giants disappear. The suck. Dick Faith for the win. <laughs> nice one, Dick. Why <laughs> glory? Because that's what be... frost giants want, yeah. maybe. Yeah, so, I mean, I would have accepted glory, conquest, battle, something along those lines. The frost giants. So, uh, just because I, because, I, because I have a few seconds that I can burn, uh, Dick is going to start humping the air a la Ace Ventura. <laughs> you're, you're not, not going to tell us how to, um, how to how to get the other pillars down there. Cool. No. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and touching the pillar there costs you ten seconds. So, okay. as you took that whole little action, you're down to two seven eight. Two seven eight. I started out at six hundred. Did I not? Three hundred. Three hundred. <laughs> and uh, that's Mr. Fate's turn. I take it. Um. Yeah. I can't do anything else. So, yes, that shall be my turn. Okay. Then, Tommy, you are mid-run to the next pillar. Are you continuing? I think I might know what... Um, he touched the pillar. ...what hill giants are like. What, like, But I don't know what the other what other ones I'm going to get, so... Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know how to talk to these. I mean, no, seems what? like that, that Bunkle put, pulled that out of his ass. I didn't pull it out of my ass. You know, <laughs> I mean, like, everything... Every, well, you know, that... You see, yeah, Dick fights for glory and notoriety, doesn't he? So that's kind of it, you know, that's that's why that was in my head. But you know the Stone Giants, yeah? Because there's your connection with the guy's Orange. name. Dick, yeah, Dick won't remember his name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dick um, wouldn't, therefore I do not. <laughs> um, so, you know, what would they be after? Right, so I'm I'm gonna go for the I'm gonna go back for the hill giants because I remember the hill giants um, yep. that we faced before and and what they're like. So I'm gonna go back to the hill giants one. But uh, wait, wait, wait! Um, I don't wait. know. You, none of you. I was just thinking. None uh, of you. None know. of us. None of us know. Yeah. Yeah, but right. we know he touched it. And it you... went away. Yeah. yeah, you saw him touch it, and it disappeared, and he did not say anything. No, I hope they are No, thanks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to continue my run then. Damn it. But fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to the next. To the next pillar. I thought it was a bit okay. too better. Yeah. No, it a was bit. a little bit. A little mm. bit. If if Dick had said something, then it would have been right. But um. Yeah. Yeah. No, no he humps the air like Ace Van Fucking Chura. <laughs> when when you look back and that's the moment that TPK'd the party I uh, I hope you thank him <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to make you roll my new character sheet because I ain't fucking doing any of that work uh, so Tommy you approach the second pillar on the left and you are greeted by a circle of fire giants Big, heavily armoured, blazing red-haired fire giants. Looking very intimidating. What do you do? Um, well, I saw Dick touch the touch the pillar, so I'm going to 
touch the pillar as well, just, just in the hopes that it just fucks off. Because that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, as far as you know, that's what happened. So <laughs> that's, that's all we have to do. We just to rock up and and fucking lay yeah. on hands with this pillar. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you touch the pillar, and like what happened to Dick, the giants all turn to face you, Ami, and the pillar gl- glows a bright blue, and you hear a voice in your head, in your head alone, say. Why would I aid you, Othrin? What have you given to prove your worth? What would you bring our people? What does Tommy know about frost, about fire giants? Um, where's the plane of fire? I mean, barbecue? No, I probably <laughs> should, I, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> 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 some really fucking good brisket. No, um, I'm going to say... So they're, they're also quite a fighty giant, aren't they? Like frost giants, um, quite angry. Um, I guess they're, they're they're quite like flamey looking, aren't they? Um, I'm guessing they they like that kind of stuff as well. I'm gonna say like I would say more like destruction, maybe. We offer you, uh, I offer you destruction and vanquishing your foes to burn them, <laughs> <laughs> burn people. Fire, fire, good. Yeah. So you go with destruction. Let me just uh, double check something, and that will tell you what happens. I don't know why. I kind of see them as less, less honourable, like less like Norse-like raiders, and more kind of like more violent, more destructive than the um, frost giants. Yeah, I can understand that. Okay. Um, as you answer with destruction, the fire giants shake their heads. Ooh. The pillar glows red and sinks into the ground. And Tommy, you feel a lot as the action costs you an additional 10 um, of your breath. Tommy, how old are you? Uh, I am uh, 33. You're now 38. Shit. As you give up part of your life and youth as the pillar disappears. It is not going well for Tommy. I was no, having a bad not. session through these trials. <laughs> hey, I... Oh, well, I thought they might want destruction. thought they were more... Yeah, well, I don't know what they want then. Maybe everyone just wants bloody conquest. You can try that, Dick. I'm not answering anymore. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, just, just for curiosity, fire giants are master craftsmen. They enjoy oh. rare metals. They enjoy... Um, creating things, gathering riches and rarities. They're like giant dwarfs. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, destruction, unfortunately, is actually kind of the opposite of what they want. Oh, okay. I don't actually know anything about giants as Tommy. Yeah, that's uh, that's a shame. Yeah. Oh, balls. (laughs) (laughs) Would anyone anyone else have said that? No, no, absolutely not. I I, I thought destruction and war was a good idea. Yeah, Yeah, no, definitely. (laughs) Shit. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just, I just brought up a picture of one to see what I was actually looking at, and I was just like, "Oh, look, covered in armor, big weapons, yeah, destroy things." Yeah, because that's what I would, that's what Tommy would be seeing. So I wasn't trying to cheat or anything, just kind of literally. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess that's a fighty one. So, well, um, more specifically, they forged the armor. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you wish to, uh. Be interesting about this. They're the only giant wearing armor. 
That's oh. true. That's interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. And I will tell you this, just so you guys know. When asked the question, you don't have to answer immediately. Oh, okay. Okay. Just cool. so you know. Like, obviously, you don't know that when it says says it to you. But I'll tell you this now, just just so you're aware. It's not. It's not. It's not like one chance to answer it. Okay. So we could. Well, we could, it is it, now. It it is one chance to give an answer, but you don't have to answer immediately. You can. Work. Yes. You can take some checks and try test your knowledge or inspect the giants closer, things like that, if you wish. But obviously, that will take breath. Okay. Oh. Okay. Cool. R4 is up next, though. Okay. R4. He's was well, seeing as Dick's pretty quick. He's going to start heading towards the one in this corner because Tommy's thinking right he failed that one but he has a good idea of possibly what the hill giants might want um I probably should have said something actually then but never mind uh to let Sophia know so yes R4 is going to head up to here and he can't quite get close enough to touch it um so he's going to he's going to use his um he's going to uh, sprint basically okay so uh R4 runs closer, and upon that uh, final pillar on the left-hand side, you see a group of cloud giants. The fuck? I've never heard of that. Yeah, so, uh, they are taller than any giant you've ever seen before. Very kind of uh, similar sort of greyish skin to a stone giant, but uh, slightly nicer dressed. But that's all I'll give you unless you're going to start inspecting them and things. So uh, that's R4's turn as he gets close to uh, the last group on the left-hand side. Sophia, it is your turn. Right. So, do I... Because I've been looking around, I, I mean, does Tommy age visibly in front of my eyes? Five years, 33 to 38, you'd have to be a lot closer to see that. Like, he's okay. got a few new wrinkles and is maybe a touch of grey in his hair, a bit more uh, salt and pepper now. But, but I've noticed... Are... Yeah, I've noticed that they both touched the um, pillars. Yep. Yeah, it went well for Dick, and it went less well for Tommy. I don't know, red's a good colour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good colour. I probably can't see what R4's doing. I was present to see the hill and the stone giants near me. Everybody else has got it covered. Might as well go to the one that's closest to me, and I saw stone giants. Okay, so you run over to that first one on the right-hand side, yeah. to the group of stone giants. Yarp. And I poke the pillar. Okay, so you place your hand against the pillar. And again, all the stone giants turn to you. It glows blue, and they ask you that very same question, ending with the, what would you bring our people? Right, so that's an action for me, wasn't it? Yeah, so touching it is an action, so that takes another 10 off you. Um... As you're resting your hand against that, do you have an instant answer? What are you doing? Because I, I talked to Hurand. He was a stone giant, wasn't he? He was. All his people were stone giants. And I got a good sense of them, and how they wanted to go home, and how they were guardians, and. Uh... So, Sophia, I would say this would go just by your passive history. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you specifically were given knowledge. There, these giants are asking you as if you are Othrin. Yeah. They are asking you, what are you going to bring their people? Do you know what Othrin brought the stone giants? 
Oh, do I? You do. Do you remember? No. Peace. I met Huron's teachings. No. I don't think I wrote it down. So, I mean, you have the knowledge, so you... Yeah, I do, literally. Yeah. Yes. So, and your and character a few does know this. Yeah. <laughs> your character does know this. Othrin came to the stone giants, and he defeated Ferrakin, the giant eater, and Gorgoroth, the frost tyrant, latter of which you met earlier today, mm-hmm. and brought the stone giants under his banner after that point. Unity and peace. Get what did you say, Matt? I was going to say, see, it's, 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 it's specifically is freedom from the um, freedom from oppression. From the job, yeah. In in one word, is a bit difficult, isn't it? Um, Protect- freedom from drag protection from dragons. Yeah. Hope. Oh god. Mm. I mean, say you can take a round and do a check on this next turn if you wish to get some more uh, specific information. I might as well. I don't want to fuck it up. If we fuck up too many, then we're not getting out of here alive. Yeah, I'm going to take my hand away. No, I, you would have to leave your hand on. In fact, when you try to, your hand does not come off the pillar. Okay. Okay, so in the next round, I'll take six seconds, but also do a check or whatever. If you wish, yes. But then would I then have to answer them? You can talk back to them as a free action. Okay, cool. It's fine. Right. I'm I'm glued to this one. I'm good, guys. I wouldn't... I'll, I've got this on covers. <laughs> oh, do you say that? No! <laughs> 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 to the giants, you just have to think it. That doesn't cost you breath. But if you're uh, shouting to your friends, that's different. Yeah, I'm not doing none of that. Okay, then, uh, Dick, you're up next. Our uh, one and only success so far. Yeah, I'm going to the last pillar on my side. I can get there, and uh, I'm going to stick my hand on it again. Oh well, as what you kind of giants? Up, yeah, oh, yeah, the uh, the last group of giants to appear on the far right hand corner is a group of storm giants who all look, at least to your eyes, very, very similar to the statue that was outside this entire shrine. As you know, Othrin was also a storm giant. Okay. So, as you press your hand against it, you are asked yet again the same question. What would you bring our people? Can I do a perception check on on the storm giants themselves? Not this round, but next round if you wish. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, uh, six seconds gone, so 272. And then 10 putting your hand on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Adhering it. So you're down to 262. 262. That's ticking down. Well, were these ones, I just, I, I, I missed what you said for a second. Storm giants. Storm. storm giants, right. So we've got Cloud, Storm, Hill, and Stone left. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, Tommy's turn next. You uh, feel quite strange after that experience, Tommy. You, it's not that's not too big a hit you feel a little uh you know your back's a little sore maybe it's going to be a little harder to get up in the morning but uh you're not too bad right so back to the other pillar then the, the one with the um the one with the hill giant so i really don't want to touch another one i don't want to lose any more i don't want to fail us but um i think i think i remember when we were when we fought hill giants before they're a bit dumb they're a bit lumbering and from what I can recall um, that we learned about them was they really only care about their stomachs. So I'm thinking about offering them food. Or, uh, yeah, so Tommy's going to touch it. Okay, so you run back you between could do a, the... Uh, the yeah, sorry, you giants. could do a check now. 
I could of... I could do a check on the on the on the on the hill giants. Now, as you just you, uh, could you just well you just you described what they look like to me, didn't you? Without me actually doing a check. Yeah, like if you're when you um if you take a moment, I suppose it's, to a degree is covered by your passive. They they look like hill giants that you've seen before. They are the shorter of the uh, full-blooded giants, only at uh, sixteen foot tall. They are very barely dressed, so they basically just have a uh, a very crappy looking uh, loincloth and some like badly made sandals they are quite rotund compared to the other giants all of them bit of muscle to them but yeah they're uh, certainly much larger around the belly yeah I, I i i i may be wrong and if i am i'm gonna really regret this but um i mean it's more than i can think of mate i i, I don't i don't thing is i don't think i'm gonna get anything by staring at the um I mean, these 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 are what giant what fantasy giants tend to look like, aren't they? They've got yeah. a big tubby belly, and they're they're big and tall and dumb looking, and they want they want to fill their bellies, like the BFG, but not the BFG, you know. Uh, the but, other but, ones. but 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 not yeah, not not yeah, like the other giants in the BFG, not the mm-hmm. BFG himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like big yeah. big big bullies, and they just they're all they're concerned about is is pushing other creatures around and and. Mm. Uh, throwing their weight around and getting food in their stomachs, so mm. that's what I'm going to go with, and I hope I'm right. But okay. we'll see. Yeah, I mean, these guys you you don't really need to do like a thorough inspection of to get a, a view of them. It's it's right in front of your face as a hill giant, and they're not wearing enough clothes to really be hiding anything. <laughs> so as you run up, you make note of that. Put your hand against the pillar again. Glows blue, and you get asked the same question, and you answer: feasts, feasts beyond your wildest dreams. More food than you could ever eat. You uh, focus on that thought, and the hill giants nod. The pillar glows green and sinks into the ground as the hill Phew. giants disappear. Shit. Well, it was it was a gamble, but it paid off. Tommy Tommy feels thinks about um, doing an Ace Ventura dance, <laughs> but um, but d- decides against it. <laughs> he's, he's, he's expended enough of his life force so far, uh, so he's he's yeah. What am I going to do? What do I need to do, really? I could bonus action dash. I'm guessing I can't touch the pillar that sank back down again and be like, no, 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 actually. Um, <laughs> and kind of two of the pillars are covered and there's somebody, one's failed and there's somebody at every other pillar. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to... Offer moral support. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to dash into the middle just with my bonus action, just in case I need to get somewhere. I don't know why I would, but you know, it, it makes more sense to be kind of where I might be of use in another turn or so. So I'm just going to kind of dash up to. I think that was that's right. Yeah, dash up to there because um, yeah. I can. And that's it. That's my turn. So, phew! I redeemed myself. Well done. Indeed. So, it is our four's turn, and he has stood with the cloud giants. What's he doing? What a cloud giants one. I've never heard of cloud giants before. Let's, um, well, I mean, like R4 can do a perception check. I mean, maybe Tommy should start coming up that way. Um, because R4's perception isn't great. You can try, um, investigate them if he's a, a person. Uh, uh, yeah, he could try investigate. He's just as bad at investigation, but he can try. Um, unfortunately, robots don't have much intelligence, and what wisdom he had is gone. Uh,. <laughs> Kind of doesn't make any difference actually. It's a minus three to either roll. Yeah, he gets a nine on his perception, which is actually for him not terrible. <laughs> mm. 
he looks at these uh, cloud giants that have appeared. Some of the biggest giants you've ever seen. They uh, clock in as a quite impressive 20 foot 4 tall. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, with a 9, and they're reasonably well dressed compared to some giants you've seen. There's no like loincloths or anything here. They're not armored like the fire giants, but uh, um, they have quite striking light blue hair, and you actually see they kind of have like fangs as well, which is a little bit uh, disconcerting. They almost look like giant vampires. But uh, yeah, with a nine, that's the best you get, kind of a cursory view of them. Okay, well, he can't do anything else now, can he, this turn? So he's, he's, unless he want, he's not touched it yet, so he, he could move, I suppose, but um, he can't really do anything else. Um, with his action, so I think he'll 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 remain there in case he needs to touch it next turn. Okay. And I don't think he's going to get much more. So, Sophia, you were up. I was going to do a check, wasn't I? Is there anything I could do? Oh, I don't know. Something about the dragons. Shall I just go for it, or shall I try and waste more time? The all. <laughs> Unless you've got a spell that can point you in a direct one direction or another, then yeah. you kind of have to go for it. Yeah. Because you're not. Because it's specifically you who has the knowledge anyway. Who has this much knowledge anyway? Mm -hmm. I don't think you're gonna get any more by just looking at them, because they don't mm -hmm. speak or anything like that. Okay. I'll it, just go for it then. So, that's so, 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 go over it again and you, just, just so you're clear. He, he, he slayed the dragons. Yep. And he united them under his banner. Yeah. Basically, in my mind, when they ask the question, protection from tyranny of dragons and unity of the clans, I bring you peace and prosperity. So you answer that, Sophia, while your hand is stuck to this glowing blue pillar. The stone giant's nod, <sighs> and the pillar flashes green and sinks back beneath the stones. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> so, we've got those. So what did they want in particular? <laughs> um, well, freedom and liberty. Being uh, protected from their oppressors, but all that sort of good stuff. Anything along those lines? Cool. Truth, truth justice, freedom. Wait a minute, I can move now, can't I? If you wish. Um, might as well. 30 feet to the centre of the room. Okay. Probably take a look at Tommy, seeing that he's aged. Yeah, he's looking a little bit uh, more weathered than he did a moment ago. Mm. See a few grey hairs in his beard and his uh, hair. Yeah, um, Tommy, uh, you you can pr pretty clearly see that um, that, that that Tommy did not enjoy the failure one very much. Mm. <laughs> well then, that's Sophia's turn done with. Dick, it is your turn, and you are surrounded by storm giants. The most impressive in terms of stature in this room, standing at 26 foot tall. They look very intimidating. Yeah. And your hand is affixed to this pillar. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to do some, like a perception check or something on the giants themselves. Just see what I can try and, I don't know, garner from their appearance and, you know, because I don't know anything about storm giants. Mm. And. I'm going to assume in my head the same thing isn't going to work. So, is it is it perception check I need to roll, or investigation, or...? Um, investigation would be to try to pick out details of the clothing. Mmm, I suck at investigations. A natural one! 
natural one. Unfortunately, as you're trying to inspect close, it's quite difficult doing these on illusory images. Um, I mean, they're they've got they're wearing nice clothes. Looks like a a bit of a like a cloth sort of tabardy toga type thing. Some scale mail underneath of it. Nothing uh, overly heavy, but uh, yeah, looks reasonable. Mm. Okay. Um, Do they seem rich and wealth? I don't know. It did not go well. Um, mm. Maybe it's a thing that um, Tommy and I need to come over and. I was going to say you're a monster hunter, aren't you, Sophia? So I wonder if you could like look into your mind and see what you remember about any kind of giants. Yeah. Let's say Dick isn't going to answer just yet. That'll probably do for his turn because he's just. He's, he's not gained anything from that, so he's probably not. Yeah. <laughs> it, seems, it seems smart not to just risk it. Yeah, yeah. It seems yeah. Not, smart not to risk it for a biscuit. So. Yeah. Okay. So as, the, uh, as your breath ticks down, you take a moment and. Tell me, you're up. What are you doing? You're going to go help our core? going to go help Dick? I wonder if can can two of us touch a pillar at the same time? Do you think? Does it look like we can, or does it look like only one person sucked in? You have no idea. Uh, okay, I'm gonna run towards. I'm thinking. I'm kind of gonna nod at Sophia to go towards Dick, and I'm gonna mm. go towards R4, and I'm going to move and bonus action dash. Okay. And then with my action, I'm going to. Uh, Take an investigation check on these um, these cloud giants to see what I can learn about them. Okay. And 19. Ooh. 19. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had visions of um, Tommy and um, Rogar trying to investigate a desk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with a 19, you get up close and personal with these cloud giants and you take a good look at them. And you do notice a few things. You notice that compared to other giants, their clothes are probably the nicest you've seen. In some ways, it's quite subtle, like their pants, their jacket, it's all very finely made, even in this illusion that comes across. You notice that they're wearing a few bracelets that, if you look closely at, you do see the odd gem and jewel in them. You notice they're wearing um, quite elaborate symbols on themselves. And what I mean is their belt buckle it's quite a large, like, sort of iron symbol of some clan that you've never heard of before. And they're wearing, um, all of them are wearing, like, necklaces. Like, it's subtle. It's not on display, but there is a, a subtle rejection here that is coming through. And with a 19, I'll say it reminds you of the less ostentatious nobles. The ones that didn't need to show off their wealth and power, just that they knew they had it. Okay, so they, 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 they have wealth. They are wealthy giants, and they are comfortable in their wealth. Doesn't Seems mean they something... want more. Mm. That's what you get with a 19. Okay. I'm not going to get much more, I don't think. Um, okay, well, I can't do anything else this turn anyway. I've literally used up everything I have, so I will ponder that. And R4 is up next, top of the round. Let's do a little check in here. So Tommy has 236 breath left, or seconds left of his breath. Sophia has 197, and Dick has 246. You guys aren't doing too bad so far. Okay, okay. We've got a bit of uh, breathing room. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, so R4, I think he's going to he's gonna look at Tommy, 
Tommy's obviously pondering something. So uh, he's going to... I mean, he's going to do an investigation check. I mean, you never know. I actually, he physically can't roll a 19. Um, <laughs> no, he physically can't do any better than Tommy's done. Uh, but he doesn't he also, know that. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't... He can't... He's not losing any breath, so... He's not losing any breath. So he's going to roll a 5 and see if there's <laughs> anything he spots robotically uh, with his 5. So with a 5... Yes. He looks around at all the cloud giants, looks at you, Tommy, and he nods solemnly and goes, Father, I have discovered something about these creatures. They are very tall. Tommy <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, will, will kind, kind, kind of like, yeah, kind of like a father when a child points something out that, that, that is kind of so blindingly obvious that it doesn't need to be pointed out, Tommy's just going to give him a thumbs up, like, good job, buddy. <laughs> I am helping. <laughs> yeah, that was our force, too. Cool. Well, I mean, yeah, that's all he could do, really. Right. So, yeah, what you doing? Um, I'm pretty far away. I could get you could there. do a dash, but... And then do what? Or you could do... I mean, I wonder if you could do a... I don't know. I mean, I would be 20 foot from... But they're pretty tall. I mean, they're they're 20 foot tall. So, I mean... Yeah, no, no, no. So, I'm thinking I'll do my 30 feet and then do some kind of check in my monster hunter... Monster hunter ability slash working... Because I watch flashbacks of of what Huron's teachings were and all the rest of it. I'm I'm hoping there's something there that will help me with the storm giants. Mm-hmm. And that so, is... Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So, if you move closer... Yeah. I'll give you two options for this, depending on what knowledge you wish to try draw upon. Okay. You can either do a nature check, which is kind of trying to rely on what you may or may not have learned about storm giants through your training as a monster hunter. Mm-hmm. Or I will let you do a history check, which is more drawing on the memories that Hurrand passed over to you on what his people and the knowledge of the Stone Wardens know about Storm Giants. History. Thank you for giving me the option, though. Hmm. Helpful. Right, history. Come on. Ooh, I can't roll anything with that. Wait a minute. I can't, can I? Luck it. I can luck it, but I can't do anything else with it. Nope. Uh, I check this every single time. You'd think I would... Making a wisdom... No. Don't think I want to luck it right now. I can check again when I get a bit closer, hopefully. Whatever. Yeah, 13. I mean, with a 13, you try to draw on those memories, and the best you really get is that the Stone Wardens always seem to consider the Storm Giants a little bit aloof, a little bit solitary. They're a curious group. They don't seem to mix that much with others, so it's hard to get a real bead on them and how they think. Um, I think that's it for now. I, there's nothing else I can do. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Dick. Hmm. Not a problem. Speaking of, Mr. Bates, it is your turn. Yeah, my investigation did not go well. Uh... You see that I'm coming along, though, so... Yeah, yeah. True, true. I mean, presuming there's not a second stage to this test, we have a little bit of time. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess I'll just... Yeah. Can I make it another investigation? Not really. So you can't really repeat the same thing. You yeah. think you've figured out everything you can about them. Which is sweet FA. Mm -hmm. Um, big. Yeah. How far are you away from the cloud giants? You know what? No, no. You know what? No. <sighs> I'm going with leadership. You going for it? Yeah, because he is a storm giant. And, you know, these guys look pretty impressive. But, you know, I better. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be something like leadership, and yeah, I'm going leadership and rever, reverence, reverence, reverence. Is that a word? Yeah. What is it? Is it as it as if as we, if people we, we, will revere them, and they will lead rather than they will be led. Yeah. Is that what? You, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You become leaders among giants. Yeah. Kings among men. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm going with. Fair show. Yeah. So, when you were asked the question, that is how you respond, Mr. Fate. Yes. As you do so, the pillar glows green. <laughs> nice. Yes. It sinks back into the floor. Oh, well done, mate. Shit. Good chap. Good chap. All yeah. of the storm giants disappear by one. Who looks down at you, Dick, and you hear within your mind, Uthran gave everything for our kind and this world, yet he suffered, died choking on his own blood, marred by betrayal, even without breath. He tried to aid our people, to let others know what he saw, what he knew would come to pass. And then the final storm giant disappears as well. And I suppose that's the end of your turn, Mr. Fate. Yep. That leaves us with Tommy and R4 stood over with the cloud giants. Okay. Third one's a charm, right. Tommy's going to see if he can touch the pillar as well. You touch the pillar and much like R4, your hand is now affixed to it. Okay. Uh, so I, got, I rolled a 19. What I got from it was they will look like what I would see as um, the, the, the wealthy nobles who don't need to show how wealthy they are. Now, my first thought was like, what well, do they do? They need more wealth. But then I thought about every single rich person and creature in the universe. If there are anything like people, there is no such thing as too much money. Agreed. So I'm going to answer fabulous wealth wealth beyond even your wildest dreams and hope <laughs> so as you do so the pillar glows a bright blue or it flares green <coughs> and sinks back beneath the tiles oh. <laughs> oh. well we're, I'm taking a breath like I can take a breath <laughs> can we? Can we take a breath? Well, as it does so, you all hear a loud, grinding mechanical noise, as if stone shifting against stone powered by something. As the floor opens up, and all four of you 
slide down into a pit. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh, man. Indiana Jones. It's a trial and episode, isn't it? This it's yeah. like every every episode's a fucking. Um, are we are we breathing though? <laughs> uh, you, you take a quick gasp as you uh, drop and scream. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, Tommy got older. Yeah, I'm, I'm 38 now. Weirdly, I made Tommy 33 when I was not 33. And now yeah. I am. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how long ago was that? Uh, Four years ago? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> even in my 30s at the time. Um, <laughs> it takes a long time to make this podcast. I hope you all appreciate that. <laughs> it does indeed. Yeah. Cool. Well, we survived wow. another yeah. one. Yeah. No, that was good. That, that was, was good. Yeah. That was good. That was, that was, was a good I mean, knowledge based. I mean, the answers were deceptively easy, but also deciding what we were going to say for them was, was nerve wracking as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's the, if that's the end of that one, maybe. I t- we, okay. we, 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 we took, we took a breath. We took a breath. So the, the yeah, bre- yeah, we can breathe. It's just the fact that what he made reference to before. The abyss. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we'll we've see. already fallen into the fucking abyss, so <laughs> maybe we should have stayed at the sides of the room. <laughs> That's next week's. No, ne- next week we roll new characters. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed something uh, no, a little really bit different did. yet again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it because we survived. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't lose any limbs. I mean, it was pretty good. Yeah, just the threat of instant death if you uh, took too long, but you, know, you survived. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that was Gunpowder Treason No Plot. Thank you for joining us, everyone. And if you wish to support the show, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gtmp. If you want to just generally chat to us, we're all available on Twitter. I am there as at treason no, and my players are there with their player names and gtmp at the end of it. We also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group, all at Gunpowder Treason No Plot. And I'll hand you over to my co-host to say their own little goodbyes. It's Ask Dick! Hello. Tonight, I will not be answering your questions. As Rule has assured me, there is a surprise for today. A surprise guest, if you will. So I will hand you over to the surprise guest. Alright, it's Rogar here. I'm dead. Still. Apparently. Or am I? So here's a story. Now let me tell you a story. All about how I my life got flipped turned upside down. No. And come <laughs> back a story about a comeback for the ages. Cause that big green bitch can't do it justice. There you are, Tommy Hawkins, the big green booger himself, and Sophia, the fake godbotherer. When suddenly, organs start to play. The heavens open and piss rolls down your legs. You hear a whisper. Lick the bone. 
and in come the drums. And a sweet guitar riff. As who would you see walking down the stairway from heaven? The most electrifying dragon in this realm and the next Rogar fucking McLeod. But this, this isn't the normal Rogar McLeod. No, this is Hollywood Rogar McLeod. (laughs) And who should be at his back but Kurt Van Helsing? Yes, that sweet guitar riff is Kurt himself. As Rogar enters the room, the crowd goes wild. The saviour has arrived. The hero of Varadin is here, they shout. And he turns to the three of you. Are you in? Offering you his hand. Until next time, I've been Rogar McLeod. Oh, Jesus Christ. He cut a fucking promo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That was awesome. Interesting you mention uh, Kurt Van Helsing as well. <laughs> well, I, I mean, he's, he's on my side, so. <laughs> yeah, he's also on my show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tommy Hawkins Power Hour. So I'm here with the uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Mr. Kurt Van Helsing. Kurt, 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 my man. What do you think of this latest agony aunt craze? Uh, well, to be uh, honest, yeah, it's crazy. Jamie, pull up some monkeys taking DMT. Wait, oh, oh shit, shit, shit. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, the, the phone is ringing. Uh, caller, you are on the air with Mr. Kurt Van Helsing. Go on, what, what have you got to say for yourself? Hmm. Hi, Kurt. Big fan. Hmm. I was wondering, what's your favorite spell? Oh, great question. Go straight to the fucking magic. Don't ask the artist about all his songs, his fantastic rhythms, his tune, his fucking guitar playing or anything. Nah, fuck that. You go straight to the fucking magic. You know what? You are blocked. Uh, I was actually hoping to answer that one. Oh, oh, that's the buzzer. So I'm afraid we're out of time. Kurt, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a great pleasure as fucking always. My main man. This is fucking bullshit. I only came on here because my publicist said it'd be a good chance to um, push my fucking new album. This is a complete joke. What You are a completely ridiculous man. Join us next week on Tommy Hawkins Power Hour. Yeah, I'm not not following any of this shit. You guys could get your cocks out and measure them all you fucking want. Hey, there was no cock measuring there. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do that next time you come down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, peace out. <laughs> For some reason, I um, I had an image in my head while you were doing that of like behind the the glass where like the the engineer sits. You've got the uh, the crimson tongue on there, just like. Uh, signaling to Kurt to plug the album, plug the album, and then like tap your watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. not, not, not even a word in Edgeways. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about the Crimson Tongue. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, the last time we saw Mr. Kurt Van Helsing. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. He was wearing yeah, we're, a uh, Yeah, we were about to get ready for a concert. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. indeed. But that's another story for another day, as uh, that was Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot. Thank you for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Cheers, bye. In a world headed for disaster, five strangers with mysterious pasts are thrown together by the winds of fate to try to stop the unseen forces that threaten to destroy their world. Join Creval, a dragonborn with no memory and no past, who is the first of the barbarians of the mountains to be seen in a thousand years. Cotter, a penniless paladin, running from something or someone in his past. No one the only tiefling monk the kingdom has ever seen, who has been expelled from his monastery for reasons he has not revealed. Adri, his monastic companion who hides some deep dark secret she cannot reveal, and Arlen, once a simple farmer, until some mysterious event manifested sorcerous powers in him. They must travel the length and breadth of the kingdom of Faro, searching for the disparate clues that will help them unravel the mystery of the failing of their land while trying to hold together the unraveling threads of society's weave threatening to come apart at any moment. They will have to battle nature, plague, politics, and even the forces of the underworld as they attempt to discover and defeat whoever, or whatever, is attempting to poison their world and throw it into chaos. Relic of the Past is a novel-length story told via a clean, custom, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons game. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever fine podcasts are found, and at poolmedia.podbean.com. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.